0: keep mine. all right so I am Sarah and I will be sharing the good news today. Um, yeah so today marks the beginning of what is sometimes called Holy Week in um, um, the week the calendar of the church and so this encompasses today um, Palm Sunday. And then into the week also includes Jesus' betrayal, the Last Supper, and the Passover of Jesus having the meal with his disciples, Um, the crucifixion, Jesus in the tomb on Saturday, and of course his resurrection um, next Sunday. Um, And so I was just thinking of, I love that it starts with Palm Sunday, and um, I was thinking about we get to have this celebration and worship with Jesus here um, in the spirit with us, but it would have probably been really different in Jerusalem um, that Jesus was in the flesh and that all of the people got to see him and worship him. And so um, that's an exciting thing to think about also for the future. So there's this rhythm that um, the church calendar allows for every year of remembering um, these days throughout um, this week. And I think also just allows for um, new insight every year that we get to come back to this place of um, Holy Week and Jesus' life on earth. Um, And so this today, um, I'm not going to have us land um, speaking about... Palm Sunday. um, But we're going to move a little bit forward in the week um, to the Garden of Gethsemane. And so I believe that um, Jesus is still inviting us to follow him and follow his way of life. And so thinking about that today, yes, okay, go ahead. That's perfect. Um, That our Heavenly Father is inviting us to surrender to his presence and his power and his plan, even when we feel we have the resources to take care of things ourselves. And so, um, thinking of that, we're going to land in Matthew 26. Um, And so this is when Jesus is in the garden um, with his disciples before he is um, taken into custody, I guess you could say. Um, So we'll just read this together. It says, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground, and he prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. And so he left them and he went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. And then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. And so... um, We're seeing this modeled for us, um, this practice of surrender um, before God. And so I just was thinking of these aspects of initially we see that Jesus is speaking honestly and truthfully about where he is, that he is in a place of deep distress and he is overwhelmed with sorrow um, and even asking God the Father maybe if this can pass from him, um, that this is possibly not the way that Jesus would have chosen this redemption in what we see maybe in this passage today. Um, And so he names that um, before God the Father. Um, And we talk about that a lot here at New Creation, that um, God meets us exactly where we are. Um, And so we see this in Jesus today, that he is um, incredibly vulnerable before God the Father. He's naming exactly what his true feelings are before God the Father. um, And he is, but he's coming in prayer to God the Father about these aspects of what he is feeling and experiencing. Um, And I also see that, Jesus is repeating this practice of surrender before God that um, he is not just in I think it specifically names all three of these encounters for a reason that this is an incredibly heavy piece that Jesus is trying to surrender before God the Father and he Goes and prays with God the Father, and then he returns and talks to his community. He goes and he prays with God the Father, and he goes and he talks with his community. He goes and he prays with God the Father, um, and then we know that it moves on from there. Um, But this is a repeated practice even for Jesus, that um, he is going to um, speak in prayer and... um, over and over is having this practice of, if not my will, let your will um, be done. And so this is a, yeah, a repetition that we see in this um, today. Um, but I know that this also comes from um, Jesus' practice of communion with God the Father that he has had Um, His whole entire life on earth that we see these practices where God goes to or Jesus goes to be with God the Father and he's ministered um, throughout his whole time on earth. And so that this is a familiar practice that he has um, kept throughout his whole life on earth um, to continually be coming to God the Father to have um, his needs met and to even maybe surrender things um, to the Father. And so this allows him to believe and rely on the power that's going to then meet him in the tomb and that is coming that Sunday morning, that these practices and these spaces between Jesus and God the Father um, kind of solidifies this trust in what God is bringing on Sunday morning. Um, But... There is another piece here that um, really stood out to me kind of the most this year, thinking about Easter, Um, and it's a few verses later, still in Matthew 26, when um, the crowd has kind of come and arrived, and Judas is with him, and so they're here to arrest Jesus, and so we know some of the people with Jesus are beginning to push back and want to fight back against this. Um, however, this is Jesus's response, and it says, Do you think I cannot call on my Father, and he will at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? But how then would the scriptures be fulfilled? be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way. And so we're seeing here that um, this kind of model of surrender that Jesus is showing us, it changes a lot of different things because Jesus surrenders to God's presence, his power, and his plan, even though he had the resources to change the circumstances and the outcome that I believe, that he is speaking this truth that says, I can call on my Father right now, and I have legions of angels. I think that's like thousands. (laughs) Thousands of angels can come and can show up right here, and we can change it. And Jesus has the power to change it, Um, but he doesn't. He surrenders that idea of how the kingdom was going to come about, um, and surrenders to a different way and a different plan, even though he has full access to the resources to do it a different way. Um, and I think that it's um, kind of changes the way that I often view, or maybe we even talk about, the word of surrender often comes at a point when we are at nothing, and we're depleted of resources, and um, there doesn't feel like there's another option, and so then we say, or like how we maybe use that word a lot is then okay, we will, like, surrender because that feels like that's the only option. There's not a lot of other resources at play here, but that's not what we see is that Jesus is, even with all of these resources that he has, he is still surrendering to God's power and his presence and his plan. So I made this fantastic graphic. Not really. Go ahead, (laughs) George. this is it. So I am not a graphic designer by any means. Um, I'll talk about my work in a minute, and this is not what I went to school for. So (laughs) this is kind of a way that I sometimes or just have thought about thinking about this recently, um, that God is still inviting us and giving us, we have opportunities throughout every day um, to where we can surrender to the Lord's plan and, um, or kind of move ahead with our own resources. And so there's, I was thinking about it in a range of things and, or a spectrum, you could say, um, between, I think there's very little ways that God is asking us to surrender to him maybe that feels small and there's a range of very, very big ways that kind of counteract with maybe our spirit or ways that we would intentionally do things um, and then there's falls kind of in the middle somewhere so in different parts of our day. Um, and in response to this, so in tandem, there's times where we feel like we could have all the resources to respond in the way maybe that um, Christ is asking us to do that, or we're at the other end where our resources are pretty, pretty depleted, that um, we feel like that is not um, necessarily a possibility or we don't really have anything left. Um And, but I am just wondering and being invited into um, this space that no matter where we kind of fall on the spectrum of like what resources that we have, that Jesus is still inviting us to surrender to what he is asking us to. Um, and I believe God knows what resources we have and are available to us, that He has provided those to us, and He kind of knows maybe where we begin and where we end. Um, and but He is saying, let's I want to have all of those pieces surrendered and we'll see, or God wants to show us the path of where we then go with our resources. And so I was just reflecting a little bit on um, that kind of spectrum. I guess go, maybe go back just to my, I would like to have this up here as long as possible, Um, (laughs) that um, I'm finding that when I'm on the resources depleted end of the spectrum here that sometimes it's a little bit easier to surrender to what maybe the plan is or what God has for me because I can't do anything else about it. And so I can come to the Lord in prayer and I can be that vulnerable self and say to the Lord, um, What you have for me is, I know you have your good for me and your what you want for me, and I will. That's where we are because I can't do anything about it. Um, But then I found, as I move towards any tiny ounce of my own resources, that I latch onto that like crazy and just take off on whatever my own idea or my own plan would be. And I lose that space of surrendering those resources. And it feels pretty quick that like, I don't know where exactly in my graph it would fall. Um, but once I kind of feel that piece um, of the resources that I have, either emotionally or physical resources, um, that I just kind of jump into an action um, before bringing those resources before the Lord and saying, what is this plan that you have for me? How should I be using these resources um, in your kingdom? Um, And I think one of the places that has been pointed out to me the most lately is actually in my work um, that I work with kiddos and kind of I am an occupational therapist at work, and our kind of my main job is to come up with a plan for um, what is going to be help little kiddos be more successful in the world. Um, and so, I pull on all of my resources immediately of when I went to school, or what my work has taught me, or protocols that I want to try to follow. Um, and I have found that. I have kept myself kind of isolated as my OT world um, and my OT self, and very little do I um, open that space up for um, a spiritual response from God to say, these are resources that I have given you, even in your workspace, that maybe sometimes feels more... um, like it's separate in my brain somehow, um, that even in those spaces he's been inviting me into. Like how do you surrender those spaces as well? And maybe the plans might look differently or what God is asking of me at work might end differently um, That if I'm beginning from a place of surrendering even the resources um, that I have from the very beginning. Um, so... I think that, yeah, that is just our main good news that I am feeling from the Spirit um, in this week and in this season of my life too is that He is inviting us to surrender to His presence and His power and His plan even when we feel we have the resources to take care of things ourselves. Um, And I think it's also so important to remember who are we surrendering this to Um, that we are surrendering this to a God who looks like Jesus um, who meets us in perfect love every time um, who meets us in transformation he gives us a new name is what he is asking of us and for us to join him in Um, and he also meets us in his absolute power in these places where, oh, I don't want to give up my resources or give up my control. Um, that I believe is where he meets us in his power. That's where he met Jesus in the tomb. Um, while Jesus was still in the tomb on Saturday, is where um, God met him with his power. And then we know um, on Sunday, Um, what happened from there as well. And so that um, when we are surrendering, this is the God who we are surrendering to, um, who also has been through this vulnerable process before God the Father, um, surrendered to God the Father, and just experienced his perfect love and his perfect power here on earth as well. So I just invite us to kind of reflect on that piece and see um, where is God inviting you to surrender um, to his plan and his power, Um, and um, what does that look like if kind of we are beginning to surrender even the resources that are available to us? First, before we step out in action, um, what does that look like? And what power is he going to um, release from that as well? So I'll just pray for us today. Um, Father God, I just thank you for um, your presence here on earth. And I thank you and praise you um, that you... We're here with us and you have experienced humanity um, and you are also meeting us with your perfect presence, love, and power. And Lord, I just pray for um, that peace and that even awareness and ability to see these times and spaces that you are inviting us um, to surrender to you. Um, And I know and trust that you never tire of us coming again and again and again um, to this space of surrender, that you are meeting us um, in every moment um, where we are meeting with you, Lord. And I thank you for um, your love and your presence and believe in the power. Um, that is coming, that came to Jesus um, on Sunday morning. And I know that you also um, proclaim and know is coming into the world, into this kingdom that you have created even today. In your name we pray, amen. amen.